With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily. After a little bit of a break, we are back. And tonight, I have Carl Kopak with me to discuss Liverpool versus Manchester United on Sunday at Anfield in a massive, massive game for us uh, looking to go and win this title. Um, look, if you have any opinions, questions, anything like that, throw them into the chat. Throw all your random questions in there because me and Carl like them. And, of course, we're going to have a little discussion about our um, free bet with Paddy Power that um, we get for every game. So we're going to try to win some money for charity come Sunday. Uh, yeah, look, let's go. And here we go. Um, it's the Fatback Four Daily. Welcome back to everybody, including myself. Um, I, I wasn't too sure I was going to make it back. Carl, um, massive game. Um, Liverpool versus Manchester United for a number of reasons on Sunday. I presume you're going. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you know, there's a lot being said this week with regards to this game, and we will get to it as we as we go along. But. Look, the season has been phenomenal so far, league-wise uh, and Champions League-wise. We've done our job. League Cup, all right, we had to make deal with that. You've got Super Cups, you've got World Club Cups and stuff like that. The FA Cup still trundles on, thanks to the kids. But the league the league so far has been phenomenal. And, and somebody wants to put, put a, a forced loss up against us or even another draw. And Manchester United are going to try to do that on Sunday. It, it, for me, it's always one of those games, no matter how good one team is and how bad the other... The, I don't think it evens itself out, but you, you go into it nervous no matter how superior you feel. What's your feeling on this Friday night going into this game on Sunday afternoon? But my thing about Man United is always the same: is um, no matter how bad they are, uh, I'm not buying it. It's a big conspiracy, and um, they're probably brilliant, but they've been basically playing crap for the entire season just to lull us into a false sense of security, and no one's fallen for that. So we pretend they're Barcelona, we pretend they're Madrid, we pretend they're Bayern Munich. And then we deal with what we've got to deal with. It doesn't matter how bad they are, really. It's it's Liverpool, Man United, and um, they're either going to try and outfight us or outkick us because they can't outplay us. Mm. And um, it yeah, it it really doesn't matter who's where in the league or how many points we are ahead or anything like that. It's Liverpool, Man United, and I'm happy that it's at Anfield. I was at the Old Trafford game, and um, obviously that's a very very loud, noisy game, and it's harder at Old Trafford. 
Uh, I expect Anfield to be obviously more Liverpool dominant, and um, it's it's the one you're always nervous about. It's it's like you know if they were they were bottom of the fourth division, I'd still be nervous. Yeah, as simple as that. Just because it's them, they're sponsored yeah. by the devil, for God's sake. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it, it it is it is, and I'm always the same. And I went in. I don't know whether it was a bit of naivety or whether it was just overconfidence, but I went into the Old Trafford game back in October. I think it was October, yeah. Probably the start first week in November. And I went into that thinking, no, Liverpool come out, impose themselves on on a poor United side, and we will go and beat them. I don't think Liverpool done that all day, bar probably the last 15, 20 minutes when yeah. he changed it. He brings Alana in, and Alana ends up getting the goal. And even though we've gone 20 wins from 21... I still go into this one and go, listen, it's Manchester United, no matter, as I said before, no matter how bad they are, they, and, and we've done it, we, we've watched Liverpool as Liverpool fans be inferior to Manchester United and beat them on many occasions while being in that position. So, yeah. but, but going into this one, all the tell, all the telltale signs for me, Carl, is that Liverpool are a better football side. I think they're better technically. I think they're better physically. I think they have a better work rate. I think everything, everything is stacked in Liverpool's, to Liverpool's advantage, I suppose. Before we get and that, into the, and that makes us nervous. Yeah, absolutely, it makes us <laughs> nervous. But, but 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 going into this one, like I, I suppose, I'll put it this way: How in, in what way do you see Manchester United coming out and actually achieving a draw or a win in this game going up against us? Is there any way you can see it? Early golden hanging on. That's literally the only thing. I think that I think that's not just United. I think that's everyone. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you beat Liverpool. You get you get an early goal. You maybe fluke a second, and then. You basically just sit and sit and sit like Tottenham did last week, mm-hmm. and um, it's just—I think that's the only way to do it. Because I think every time you see a, a good side and they're and they're being beaten by someone who's nowhere near as good as them, that's how those wins are always. It's, it's never an easy three 0 or something like that. It's always um, get the early goal and hang absolute war of attrition. That's the only thing away I think you can beat Liverpool at the moment, and um, whether Solskjaer can do that, I don't think he can, but. They have enough hatred on the pitch for them to try that. Yeah, and you know, Solchers like onto Solchers. We we we'll, we'll got onto him first. He's had an awful lot to say, hasn't he? Over the last you know week or so, because even though he had Wolves in the cup, he was still being asked questions about Manchester United. What do you make of him? Because when I'm watching him, it feels like he's it's you know it's money for all rope. The stuff he's he's saying because it, it feels to me like he's just saying stuff to keep fans on side. That's what it he's doing. He's it doesn't seem gallery. like a confidence thing. No, he's playing to the gallery. He's basically going to the hardcore and making it slightly. Um, we've we're you know as he said at Liverpool, you know, so there's no way they're gonna we'll go thirty years without winning the tournament and all the lot going. Yeah, that's what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. It's just bluster. It's um, it's the tale of a frightened man. He's not a good manager. It's as simple as that. And there's only so much you can do with a hero thing. And um, this is a man who basically got the push at Cardiff. I mean, it's it's not, it's not the greatest accolade in the world, is it? And I, I think it's always a bit desperate when you do that sort of, oh, yeah, but he was a great player. Mm. L- lots of great players didn't make good managers. Yeah. And, I mean, this is not, I'm not asking him to be sacked or anything. I hope he signs a 10-year deal. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think in the in terms of the dugout tactically, I think we've got the better man somehow. Yeah. And, you know, you know like, I, I look at him tactically and I think, I, I'm not going to say he's clueless because I for what he is, he did, he, he did get a draw. He did get a draw against Liverpool. He did he get a draw against us, but we, we've seen, we've seen, I've seen articles this week like, oh, I know how to play against Liverpool. We've walked out how to play against Liverpool. This is on the back of two draws at Old Trafford, which, all right, fair enough, you probably walked out a little bit. But when I when I look at him, he's, he's he hasn't got many options. 
Um, I'm surprised they're I'm surprised that they're um they're they're giving them more money now. Apparently, breaking news is that um Sporting Lisbon have rejected a bid from United for Bruno Fernandez, which included money and Fred um in the deal. But we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, Max Brill says he's in over his head. Uh, he's on borrowed time. Said Stephen. Uh, Chris says if United score first, hope it don't turns out like City did against them. Well, I can't see us being that naive as City where because City just went two at the back and went, oh yeah, we're just better than this. I think Liverpool are a bit more disciplined than that. But just just on Solchar himself, it's it's kind of lip service to the supporters, in my opinion. Um, I've seen people say, no, Ollie's being backed, Ollie's being backed. But having said that, I've seen other stuff where it's people are claiming it's 50 50, some want them in, some want them out. What way does he approach this? I know you were saying an early goal, but can you see him approaching it with, with the three at the back, which I think he'd struggle to get three centre halves on the pitch? Wing back. I think that's his problem, yeah. Mm. And, and they've also sold young as well, haven't they? Yeah. So, it's gone uh, today, yeah. Well, actually old someone described them as the other day um, it, yeah I, I think to be honest I really think he tries to do what Tottenham did last week go through an arrow four pull the pull pull centre backs in and put the sitters in as deep as you possibly can and just hang on I think that's all they can do because there's no, there's no way they're going to try and attack any space behind us or anything like that it's just not in his, his nature to do that at Anfield mm. and the best thing he's praying for a draw Yeah, I really do think that's all he can possibly expect mm. And if they get a 1-0 win, you know, those, those things happen. But you basically, it's like a European away game in the 70s. You basically go on there and you hold in for all you've got. And you call it a win regardless of the results. Yeah. Because they beat us at Old Trafford 1-1. That's how we would see that. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, but like somebody somebody on, on the comments there, it's gone on my screen, but I, I, so I can't give the person the credit on the question. But it's a decent one. He said, why aren't we treating United like we treat Everton? We go in, we're, we're far superior to them. We go in and go, we are better than you and we're going to show you. I know where that question's coming from, but it's hard to do, isn't it? No matter, like you said, you, you have to treat them like they're Bayern Munich because it gets you up. Should we just treat them like they're a seventh, eighth, you know, place team team in the league and just go from there? Yeah. I think, I think, I think, you, I think you do have to pay them a bit of respect, but I'll be amazed if they're not behind them in the first 10 minutes. Get behind their fullbacks really mm. early on. Mm. I think we, sw- I think we swamped them. I yeah. think it's because uh, 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 the, the derby's gone nuts recently because it's it's not a case. It's always a case of what, what time do we get the fourth goal mm-hmm. rather than you know a one nil in an edgy win. Yeah, uh, it's it's more of a case of like we're going to batter these away. But at what what minute of the game is the game won? Mm. Which is why the league game is so enjoyable. So, so you can see, you can see three at the back. You can see wing backs. You can see them packing the midfield with yeah. four, four in there in a kind of a box, and then leaving one up front. The interesting one for them at the moment is Marcus Rashford carrying a knock. From what we've heard, what uh, came on against Wolves, came back out, came back off. Then uh, uh, carrying a knock. I'm not too sure where the knock was, but this is a back problem. Solchar saying he won't hold his breath. He's not too sure. I think he's absolutely nailed on the start on Sunday. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Is anyone buying that? No. I mean, he's no uh, good at it. He's no good at it. He done this with, uh, at the home game. He did, remember? did it to her, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and, and a couple uh, of others as well. And I, I don't think Rooney ever went into a, an Anfield game when he was fully fit and hundred percent start. And I think every single game it was, yeah, but he's always on. Always playing. Yeah. Who'd have thought that? And yeah, I mean, it, it, it's interesting that they're doing it with Rashford because Rashford's their best striker, mm. and Rashford is getting them out of the shit these days. And yeah. so now, if they said, you know, if they were saying this about Lindelof, then. There might be some truth to it. Well, the fact that it's Rashford, no one's buying it. Only you know, we've been here before. 
Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But t- talking about talking about emotion and stuff like that, like Cooler says, we we played the team in front of us and not the occasion, and we beat them comfort- comfortably. Um, let me see. Uh, Kev says it might be hard for us, but it shouldn't be hard for this group of players. They're really as bad as. As we say they are, with regards to United. Uh, Stephen says, Klopp says you have to take all the emotion out of it and you plan for their ability. When Klopp goes into this, I, I've seen various write-ups on this from various people on different podcasts, uh, publications, media and all that sort of stuff. And they're talking about maybe going with a four-two-three-one. You know, maybe bringing Lallana in and pushing him out to the right, dropping Bobby a little bit, putting Salah up front. Should we be changing the way we play for this? Or is no. it a case of you have to because they're going so deep with we're a back five, we have to kind of mix it up? Or do we just play our game? We play our game. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if they play to the best of their ability and we play to the best of ours, then we win. Mm. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I can't see them changing anything like well. But I mean, the, the reason I'm so optimistic about, not, well, optimistic is not quite the word, but the reason I'm less than petrified as usual is because of what happened at Tottenham, where I thought we were tactically brilliant. Mm. And, yeah. um, and Tottenham were a better team than United. Mm. Yeah, they've and, got better. They've got better options, and, and they were at home. Like, yeah, exactly. And, 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 and Klopp just outthought them. It was really clever the way he played that game on on Saturday. Um, and I, I see these two games as sort of part one, part two in the, the trickiest games we've got to get through for a while. Obviously, you know, we've got City in April, but mm. um, I, I and I was just impressed with the maturity we showed against Tottenham. And I think if it comes to it, we can do that again. If they do get, if we do go ahead and they get back into the game, I think we've got the maturity to deal with that. Now that's the difference between Liverpool and last this season and last. I think. Yeah, the different ways they win games and the maturity yeah. they're shown. Like just going back to the sports game, a lot come out of that sports game because of Lamella or Lacelso miss. I'm going to say Lacelso. Lacelso, um, yeah, yeah, Lacelso at the at, at near the end when it, when it's flashed across goal and he manages to miss. A lot come out of that game where oh, you know, Spurs stayed in for 75 and, and then they could have actually won, drawn or won the game. And I kind of thought, no, hold on, let's go back and watch this game again. And I did. I I do this all the time. I usually watch it a second time and usually catch match of the day as well um, just to see what people are saying but I felt like you said we weren't like you see Henderson saying after you can clearly see him saying on the pitch you know it was shit Um, it wasn't wasn't good enough yeah yeah, and it wasn't good enough but that's the standards they set for themselves but on, on top of that I thought up to 70 minutes Liverpool probably should have been 3 3 0 3-1 up um, it, it, all things being equal but like you said when it came to it they managed the game very very well okay we were a little bit sloppy at times but I think this and I'm I'm one for Liverpool being every 4 or 5 days playing but I think watching that Spurs game back last Saturday evening usually I'd want Liverpool playing on a Wednesday and then playing again and it keeps that rhythm going but watching them near the end of that game I thought you know what no I think 8 days might do us here because it just gets us it's recharging a battery and I think it, yeah. was, it was a good chance and a good eight days to recharge that battery you know um, Avo says the crowd will be right up for this on Sunday a European type night well listen it'll be more or less darker come half past four in, at Anfield on Sunday um, Glenar says Matic is their cover an attacking centre midfielder with legs will run him into the ground That we're going to I'll touch on that later because I think that's probably the only position me and Carl will probably debate when it comes to picking the side Um uh, Macker says they didn't even hit second gear lads against Spurs I agree I, or I think the management of the game was brilliant and even though your legs can go a little bit and the tortoise can set in the mentality of them was excellent you know even yeah, though even that, though it wasn't that, great that, the that, mentality was right, huge that, that's exactly the thing yeah it's just it was a case of everyone's tied here mm. but we've got a little bit more mental ability than you have yeah absolutely absolutely and and, and the thing and the thing being United will come to Anfield knowing that United will come to Anfield knowing that Liverpool can 
absolutely go for your throat from the first minute. We can let you have the ball. We might keep the ball for long periods. But no matter what, we will keep going and going and going. And I don't care what side you are. When you play Liverpool, the biggest thing for me is you have to run and run and run and eventually it catches up with you. And one thing I've noticed about United over the last couple of times I've watched them, I don't think their work rate is there. I genuinely don't think their work rate is there. I don't think they press. I, I just, there's something about them that they look, a, I'm not going to say pedestrian because that's that's untrue, but some parts of it I just think very easy to play around them. Like Wolves the other night, one, two, three passes and they were down the right-hand side, down the left-hand yeah. side, you know, and yeah. it's just something that stood out for me. Um, Kevin Sullivan's asking who was the third centre-back. They don't have a third option other than Jones. We're going, we're going to get to that. Look, Let's get into the Liverpool side. We look at we look at what United may do, may or may not do um, later on. But the Liverpool side, I'll name one for you, and let me if you disagree on any of it, um, show. But Allison and goal, Trent Robertson are fullbacks. Uh, Van Dijk, uh, Gomez centre half. I think he'll play. I think he'll play Henderson. I think he'll play Wijnaldum, and I think he'll play Oxley Chamberlain. And I think the front three will be the front three. Do you disagree with any of that? Fabino is the only option, I think, and I think I, I think I genuinely agree with you. It depends whether he starts with Fabino or finishes with him. He, he, could use, he could use him as a sort of James Milner last ten minutes. Everyone shut up now, lads. Hmm. Let's just see this out. He could use it in that way. Um, I think that's the only question, really. Yeah. I think I think I think yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I with Liverpool for, for the rest of the season. Who plays the middle three, and even two and those three are pretty much assured these days. Hmm. Do you think Fabinho has a, a chance of starting? He's training. Um, I don't think he gets the full game. Mm. I think he comes on. Yeah, in, in a, in a, like you said, in a Milner style thing, where if yeah. you're winning, he comes on and he shores her up. If you're losing, he's able to sit deep and and protect. Where we we he try, comes, he comes try on and he sits, he, he sits on Martial or something like that, mm. or, yeah. or, or or Greenwood if he's playing as a ten or something like that or by that stage of the game. I think I think he does it that way. Okay, and you're going with a four three three. Yeah. Okay, I, th- I think I think he does as well. I, I can't see him changing. I'll, I'll put it this way. I think if Ashley Young or Luke Shaw were playing at left back, I think he may have changed that and got Salah away from them because they have a way of backing Salah up and ma- making him play with his back to goal. I think this young lad, although he's been impressive, I really liked him, the look of him against Wolves the other night. I think Salah facing him up, he could do damage and the intelligent movement could do damage against uh, is it Williams his name is I forget his name the, the left back the young lad yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see Salah facing him up on the other side Wan-Bissaka tackle 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 but Mane is, I think, too intelligent for him. And I think Wolves exposed him a lot the other night with regards yeah. to just dragging him out of position and then opening them up. Uh, Kev says they look they looked very, very tired against Wolves the other night. I don't know if it was tiredness. I just think that's the tempo they play at now. You know, uh, Matic isn't going to go and press you. I don't think Fred goes and presses you. You know, James, okay, may press you in a wide position. But Martial isn't going to work very hard for you. And, of course, we don't know if, if Rashford's going to play. But... The Oxley Chamberlain, the Ox- he is, he is, yeah. We, we actually, yeah, we do know, him. we actually do know he's going to play. Yeah. Um, he's on the pitch now. He's putting his shin pads on now, and just hanging around. Yeah, you should. Yeah, and listen, if he wants to do that, it's Friday night. It's it's, it's his Friday night, <laughs> it's, and it's, it's cold out there. It's his own time. Enjoy he yourself. can do whatever he wants on his own time. <laughs> uh, but but the the argument in there will be Oxley Chamberlain or Lallana. I like you said with Fabinho and and coming on like in a Milner style way. I like Lallana off the bench, and I said it. A couple of weeks back that we may see Lalana. I think we had about 19 league games left so it's not that long ago but I, I thought you may see Lalana in 10-11 of these games coming on and 
more times when we're winning and he just holds the ball and he recycles the ball and yeah. I'm not saying that we, we sit back in our shell but Lallana in that style when we're still on top he and he moves it he gets into lovely positions that drags people around and just the tiredness just creeps in all over the place and it opens for Liverpool but are, are you with me Lallana off the bench if needed as well? I think so yeah I mean, he's, he's an intelligent player Lallana I think that's, that's really overlooked with him He's really good at the uh, taking the ball three men on him straight away. Mm. He'll find the pass, which they don't want him to play. He never panics. And uh, I think that's what you need. If we're a goal up with 10 minutes to go, mm. I think you need that sort of player. Yeah. I'm... And uh, I think you are going to see a lot of him, particularly because, you know, when we back, go back into Europe and things. You know, Joe Winklock um, played him against Burnley and everyone went nuts before the game. Yeah. And, and then he's, he's a great game. Man of the match. By yeah. a mile. Easily Ab- man of the match. Absolutely. Um, Stephen reckons Lallana over Ox to start more flexible and adapting to wherever Ole and United come up with. I don't think he's many options as to what what why they come up with. I and mean, we we'll try name their team in a few minutes. Uh, Glenner's mentioned Matic and Matic in midfield. I can't see him putting Matic in. I, I heard I, I was listening to it may have been an Anfield rap podcast today, and they were talking to a guy from the Athletic that covers United, and they were asking him, Mata, you know, he played against, I think he plays against Norwich and plays the full game. He gets the goal against Wolves. Three games in a week for Mata seems an awful lot for me. Um, I, I can't see him playing. No, I think, that's the the, I think that's the most he's played in two years. Yeah. In, in one week. Yeah. You, I, don't, I don't know who to give him three games. Particularly, we'll, we'll run him all over the park as well, so. Yeah. I hope he I hope he plays. I, I like what matter actually. I think he's a good player. I think he's, he's a great player. Obviously he's slow, but he's, he's clever. Yeah. Yeah. Um he's, he's really I can't I can't see no. I, th- I think he played at Wolves because he's not playing at Anfield. Yeah, and he probably played Norwich because he's the majority of the ball and he what well, he doesn't yeah. have to run the other way. So it's 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 good. Ant says he hopes we rattle one of them early so we set the tone, control the tempo. He's going for a two 0 on Sunday, Bobby and Mo to score. Uh, Dylan says their captain is six months at the club. Yes, of course Kerry Maguire was made club captain of Manchester United today. Um I don't know what to make of it, I'm being honest with you. Looking at looking at the looking at the the, the way United may line up and you know Solchar's got his, his draws out of us by more or less playing five at the back. And his only other option there at centre back is probably Phil Jones. I will rejoice at half past three if the team comes out and Phil Jones is in it because he is an utter nightmare um for any United fan I'd say to watch. I've got a theory about Phil Jones. Lovely. I think he he gets progressively worse the further he goes up the pitch. Like oh. some sort of computer game where you get weaker as the game goes on. Okay. I think that, I think the closer he gets to the to the halfway line, mm-hmm. the worse he gets. Yeah. But could you see them genuinely going in and doing something like Jones, Lindelof, Maguire? <sighs> or does he? Or does he go a back four and and, and I think he. Pro- I think he probably goes a back four mm. and, and and tries to stifle the midfield. Yeah, I I could see him probably going a back four with a with a five in midfield, but the two wide men in midfield will be very close to the fullbacks for a lot of the game. It's, it's, that's all he can do because that's where Rogers got it wrong for Leicester. Yeah, he, he went so compact that he, he didn't bother with the fullbacks, and they're they're pretty good. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, which which is quite surprising. I think he just, he's got to sit on the fullbacks. He's absolutely. I think he's only, I, it's one of those things. I think it, it 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 could be three at the back. It could go to four. Um, but I think no matter what he does, he keeps four or five in midfield. I don't think he puts much support up to to, to Rashford, just because I think he's going to play for a draw. Mm. I think I think Rashford players. I think he puts Martial on one side and James on the other. And what he that's says what he, that's what is that what he did in the in the? I know he played three very wide. Well, against City, I think he went Rashford, James, Martial, and what he done was he had one of them up front, he had the other two back, and what he done was they, they sat quite deep, but they backed themselves that when they won the ball, they had the pace yeah. to, to get to yeah. get where they but needed to go. That's what they did against us. 
That's yeah. how they got the goal against us, and they, they, they broke. They had, they had three breaking, um, and, and and two are right on right on the uh, the byline. Yeah, look, look, um, Glenner says there, uh, Solskjaer will 100% go five at the back. That system has got results versus Klopp. He won't change. Uh, Mark says he'll pack the midfield and go one-on-one at our, at our fullbacks. Uh, I, I, picking the United side, the guy will be in goal, Wan-Bissaka will play. Um, the, the young lad at left back, it is Williams, isn't it? I think it is Williams, yeah. I have that in my head. I don't know what it is. I think it is. It's, it's one of those where you just... To, to, so in my mind, he's that lad who's quite good. Yes, I see him yeah, and I go, him, he's quite good, him. and I can't remember his yeah. name. Um, but I'm sure somebody will tell me that the. I think he'll play. I think McGuire and Lindelof play. I, I would edge more towards because simply because your other option is Phil Jones. I think he he goes with a five midfield. I think he may pack it out with the likes of Matic, Fred, and say a Pereira, and then he'll put Martial, James, and Rashford. I think that's the way he go with it. If he does do that, Liverpool have no reason to change the system, none whatsoever. No. Because no, that's what no. teams are doing against us most weeks. Yeah, you know, that way. exactly. And the only thing I spotted against Wolves was they like a ball from, say, right back over the top of defences and James running from outside to in. He pulled on yeah. the left-hand side during the week and, and, and tried to get in that way. If you if you cut that off Van Dijk and Gomez, I, I just don't see where, where, they, where they threaten us. I, re- I really, really don't. Um, and don't, don't, don't forget James's tactical head injury. He loves a tactical head injury. Mm-hmm. When, when things are going wrong for him. Yeah. Uh, listen, he has a lot of pace. He's, he's really young. I I think it's a little bit unfair in him the way he's been thrown into the United side this season at such a young age coming from the championship. But needs must, I suppose. That's yeah. just the way it goes. Look, we go into this 20 from 21 and I just wanted to have a little discussion around the title. Now, I've maintained from day one that 30 wins does it. Um, if we manage 30 wins... If you gave me 30 wins now, we'd have 91 points with seven games remaining. But I think, I'd, and I've said I don't think any other team tops 90 points. But, but putting that aside... That, that, that's, that's my Leicester argument. People say, no, you, you know, you can't discount Leicester. Mm. Can you really see Leicester doing 90 points in a season? Yeah, well, you see... I, I, I just can't. Well, you see, the thing is, if if we were to draw with Manchester City, they max out on 93. It only leaves them losing... They can only drop... They can only lose one game in fourteen. They'd only have fourteen games, I think, or fifteen yeah. maybe if you if you take that game into consideration. But just looking at it, and like I, I've I, we've WhatsApp groups. You, you, I'm sure you have WhatsApp groups, and it's all football orientated. And what lads are saying to me is, look, fourteen points clear, regardless of what happens Sunday. It's fourteen points. That's the number. Okay, yeah. it's seventeen if you win. It's fifteen if you draw. It's fourteen if you lose. But I don't know how you feel on this. But I'm looking at it and I'm saying to myself. Wolves, United, Wolves, okay. If you win those two, I think, it, it, does it kill all hope for everybody? Because that's the question it's, I'm asking myself. It's oh. it's, it's the movable feast, though, isn't it? I was saying, um, uh, I, I wrote it off your rap column about this, where, where I was saying it's all the way, the beginning of December, all I was like saying is just get through December unbeaten, and I think we've won the league. And, and then we get to December, and I'm thinking, I don't like the look of January. <laughs> yeah, you just you just move it along. It just keeps going. Yeah, just pick another marker. Yeah. Wolves, yeah, nothing will change in our minds. Mm-hmm. Nothing, because you know, you, no one is, no one's going to say, yeah, that that that's the league that's done. Mm. Well, I, I was trying to look at it in a different way as well, and I was saying, twenty-one played, twenty wins, one draw. So I'm thinking seventy and left, right? And then I said to myself, if you can do ninety-five points, and including their draw at Man City, you win the league. Okay, regardless yeah. of what Manchester City done. So I said to myself, right. 95 points is 30 wins, 5 draws, 3 defeats, 
right? So I said, we've one draw. So I, I went through the remaining fixtures and I tried to pick out four draws and three defeats in those games. Now, I could get four draws in there somewhere, but I struggled to get three defeats. I really, I really struggled. That, 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 that's the thing for me. You Who's know, going to finish a goal ahead of Liverpool? Well, if you if you look at the games left, right, you have, if I gave you a draw away at Arsenal, a draw away at City, a draw at home at Chelsea, and I think that's basically it for the top six. And a draw away to Wolves, for argument's sake, right? There's your four draws. That's the four hardest games out of the way. And I think it's done by Chelsea anyway. And then and then on top of that, that means that's, that's four games left. So you've 13 games left. And I'm telling you, you can afford to lose three of them. And we've played all the all the and you you know you've you've put all the other sides to bed, you know it's I I'm I'm not going to say the league is done. I will stick to the thirty thirty wins. Uh, I think thirty wins and one draw ninety one points. I think we'll do it. Uh, Glenn says City are, re- are capable of replicating the run we've just had. Y- yes, they have, but I think in a stand and start they do. I think seventeen points behind. I don't think they do. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's one of those. We're coming up to the Champions League. will be crucial as well. If City have a ropey one against Real Madrid, do they do they leave leave players out on the weekend and slip up in the league? There's there's loads of things. Macar just wants to see us get past United and Wolves. I'll put it to this way, Carl. United Wolves, and then I want to get to the 29th of January, I think it is, when we play West Ham on our game in hand. I yeah. want to get to that game in hand as quick as I can because I want to be able to look at that table and all things equal and have a number of points on the right-hand side of the board and know exactly where we stand. If we were to get through these games, get to the 29th of January, there'll probably be 14 league games left and we're 17 Which, points clear. And, and that's ridiculous because it's only 12 games, 12 days away. Yeah. And yet it seems like it's at least seven games. Yeah. The 29th of January <laughs> to me, that? West Ham, to get the game in hand out of the way, feels about six months away to me. Yeah. It can't come quick enough. But if I we get... No, it's, it's, it's Moyes, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I, don't know why I said that. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if we get to that, if we get to that and I said to you, all things equal, you know, 24 games played, 23-1, 17 points clear, surely you have to turn around and go, look, look there's no coming back from this. You can say that. I can't possibly comment. Okay. Uh, you, you're literally... I, I, I got that at work today. So surely you can say it now. I'm not buying it. I'm mm. not doing it yet. Okay, no, that's, that's absolutely fine. That's yeah. a, Because I, I have little markers in my mind all the time. So usually my marker is the 1st of November. Um, it's usually the 1st of January. And then it's usually around, usually around St. Patrick's Day. And I look and go, right, there are three markers. Where are we on St. Patrick's Day? And I said last year, if we were in two points of City come St. Patrick's Day I think we win it I don't know where we were we might have been one point off them I'm not too sure come St. Patrick's Day and we didn't win it but they're my markers my marker right now is West Ham out of the way and we're all on equal amount of games and then we take that's it what I said about the movable fees because mine was get past Sheffield United at home that's Christmas done mm. play the kids who are against whoever we've got in the FA Cup but get past Sheffield United yeah if we do that we do that with wins yeah then then you never know yeah, it's it's. It's only do you know that we're three wins away from getting to the top four in January. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Seven seven points. Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. Tough doing it. Okay, so if we if we win our next three, which is 
United's Wolves West Ham. Yeah. Um, we qualified it's for the pretty, top four. pretty much nailed on for top four. Okay, that's fine. Kevin in, Sullivan. In, in January. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan points out that a draw at City is two points off them too. Yeah, massive. It, it could turn out to be a massive game where the hope could be gone. Like, if we go to City 17 points clear, we're kind of going, lads, just eight games left. It's, it's over. You know, that kind of way. And we could turn around and go, we're miles ahead. We're playing whoever because we have a Champions League game the following week. Or I, like I think the big thing about this league is that Man City Real Madrid game. I think that that basically paints the rest of the season for me. Yes, I agree. Because if City go out, yeah, then they're going to think we we'll just win every single game and give them hell. Even yeah. if we don't win it, we're going to push them all away. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it does. I think. I think what you want is. I tell you what I want. I want. I want City in the quarterfinals of the European Cup. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, um, because he has to win it. He has to win it. Oh, he year. has to win it. He has to. He, he genuinely has to. He's talking about plans for next season. I can't see him being there next season. No, I can't see him. I think, he's gone. I think he's gone. Um, Stephen says if we keep winning, we'll definitely have the title by St. Patrick's Day. Carl is not happy with these comments. I'm being honest with you. Um, I'd say he's. Oh no, to it, 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 it's, it's, it's <laughs> not that. It's not the emotional thing. I just won't say it. Yeah, no. It's you want you want to basically turn around and say we're 17 points clear and we have seven games left. That's well, what you want. My mate Sai, as, as we walked out of Anfield at the league, uh, sorry, the, yeah, the league derby, he turned to me and went, "That's it, you know." And I went, "No," he went, "Now I'm going to say it." And like all of our mates, pretty much jumped on his neck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't say those words. He went, "No, I think that's it." Yeah, and I think I think we went nine clear that night or ten or something. Yeah, and and you see the thing is, even even in their WhatsApp group, in the Day Troopers WhatsApp group, lads are like, "Lads, stop doubting this team; they're unbelievable." I don't think it's a deal. And, oh, it's not and, doubt. And no, I've, I've no doubt. And you see, people say to me, why can't you say it? And I go, no, no, no. All I'm telling you is 30 wins. 30 wins and I don't think anybody touches it. Um, Keith, Keith Plunkett wants it done by Valentine's Day. I don't think you'll get your wish <laughs> by then. Uh, <laughs> Keith, I'm with you 100% on that. I really am. <laughs> he wants it I, I, did, I, I did an Alfie Rap show once, uh, an AFQ football one. Of the, one of the questions was, next time we win the league, do you want an absolute battering all done by March or do you want a last-minute winner at Old Trafford in the last game to win the league. And everyone said, oh, we want that. And I went, I, I basically want it done by early September, if possible. Yeah. Because I just can't take it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I just want it done as soon as possible. Yeah. I, I, I want to see Curtis Jones captain for Chelsea. <laughs> you know? Okay. <laughs> well, you see, they, they fall quite well, don't they, them games where Chelsea are later on and, and stuff like that. But even, again, I looked through the fixtures and I went, okay, I'll throw four draws in, I'll throw three defeats in. And then I struggled. And I thought, I, th- I just can't say, look. When you look at the teams we have, and the, and the shape they're in, I just I just see Liverpool going over these teams, like you know, one after the well, other. Well, that's what I, I made up. I um, City so late. I'm really happy with that because mm. um, I think if we play that in January, that would have a tell. That would that would mean something. Yeah. But and, and Chelsea, I, I think it's done by Chelsea. I mm. really do. So I don't think that matters what happens in that game. Yeah. But if if we if we if we win on Sunday, say say for instance, like City weren't playing and we win on Sunday. Um, we'd be 17 points clear with 16 games left. That's 48. We'd need 33 points from 48. 33 points. That's nothing. If we did 33 from 48, we'd be a bit disappointed because that doesn't look like a great run for but, this but, Liverpool team. Yeah, but but like being 17 clear with a possible yeah. 48, it's not actually even 33. It's 32, is it? 32? Yeah, yeah. 32. So it'd be uh, 10 wins, 2 draws from your last 16. And we haven't half got... That's, that's the big thing for the Tottenham win for me, is we've been everywhere. I know we've got Arsenal to come. Mm. Arsenal aren't, aren't Arsenal anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
City. Uh, uh, we've, got, we've got to get three United games. That's all. We've got to get three of the Manchester games. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. That's yeah. my next market. Get three of the man clubs. Okay. And then see where we are. Oh, so April the 4th, like? Well, that's what... Because I, th- I thought City was sooner than that. No, April the 4th, yeah. Yeah. It's about six games from the end. It's quite late, yeah. Yeah. Is that still Saturday, by the way? They're going to move it on. I know they'll move it. It just hasn't been set in time because they don't do it until, what is it, a month beforehand or something like that for television. But but that would be, would it be eight games from the end around that? Something something like that as well, yeah. Yeah, because they were saying if, if, they were saying a couple of weeks ago, if they continued on the path we're on and City done the same, you could actually win it with eight games to go. Um, yeah. But I think people are looking at Goodison as well. I've seen Everton fans saying they're just going to sell their ticket. They're not going to go if that if that happens. But That's the spirit, lads. Uh, that is the spirit. And listen, I I was just I was just amazed that Everton didn't play. Everton players didn't play in casual jeans and t-shirts <laughs> um, last weekend after fans had. Demanded that they weren't allowed to wear Everton club colours, um, or club merchandise or club tracksuits after after the defeat at Anfield. So it's one of those. Um, Stephen Slip, says our, slip, slippers and Farah. <laughs> Stephen says Arteta is changing things at Arsenal. Yeah, but it's going to be a long road, I think, for them. I yeah, think, he's got a long way to go. Yeah. I think he has players buying in, but I think he has players that look like they're buying in, but probably will get out. Um, if they get the chance, i.e. Bamiyang, I think he'll go because he's being asked to run up and down the left wing. Um. Kev says it'll be over by then. City won't win all their games. We'll have to wait and see. Mark says he reckons we can gather up another 40 to 42 points. We aren't going to drop many. We'll have to wait and see. Back to Sunday. Um, You're going the game. We've tried to pick sides. We've tried to look at what way both teams will approach it. Is there a key man in it for you? I know it's quite an obvious question to ask, but is there a key man there that, you know, may just turn the game, may is due a game? It just looks right. It feels right in your head that this player could go and cause serious damage or have an, a ten out of ten game. Is there anybody that sticking out to you come Sunday? Salah. You think so? Yeah, just because I, I love that thing he said. You know, we, we they drew against mm. uh, United, got to draw our office, and he just said, "Yeah, but I was injured." Yeah, that 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 sounds to me like a man who's saying, "I can't wait to get on that pitch, mm. and I can't get a, wait to get a look at their their, their young left back." Yeah, yeah. Now, I I like I like the the Salah show. Mane is is an easy one is an easy one to go for, but I'm going I'm going to go, go a little bit. I suppose it's not left field because he's been outstanding, but I, I think Ronaldo is massive in this game. Um, I think if they go in with Matic and Fred, I think Fred will be the one that will look look to walk hard and get around Liverpool and try nick balls. And I think Ronaldo in there, I think he can he can snuff him out and he can and he can break lines and get on top of him. He was fantastic last quick. weekend. He was brilliant last weekend. He was absolutely weekend. fantastic. He was absolutely brilliant. But I just think if Wijnaldum, like Henderson will do what Henderson does and that's that's absolutely fine. Uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain will be looking to get on top of Matic and get beyond them and, and, and open things up for the for the three lads that'll be all over, all over the place trying to trying to open space and get in behind United. But I just think Wijnaldum looking to be physical, looking to win it, looking to set that tempo. You know when you win a ball and you hold on to it and next of all you release a fullback and the, the crowd gets up. I think Wijnaldum could be absolutely massive. Um, yeah. Stephen obviously points out that Salah is yet to score against him. I think that's another added little ingredient think, to, to I, what you were what saying. I think Kat. that's in his head. He, yeah. he loves things like that, doesn't he? It gets to him. Mm. Uh, Dylan says the front three not near enough prolific against United. He sees a big game coming in his prediction. Um, give me a score prediction, Carl. 2-0. One early, one late. One early, one late. I'm going to go for 2-1. Um, I've heard a lot of people say we should bash these. I'd love to. I'd love to go out and I'd love to put them to the sword. An early goal like Carl, like you say, Carl. Another one before half time. Another one on the 60th minute and another one to finish it off just to, to, to rub it in. These games don't go like this. And I think the way Solskjaer has been talking, 
he's saying he knows how to play against Liverpool. I just think he's looking to know how to defend against Liverpool and put as that, many that, that's the ball as he yeah. can. He's, he's, he, he, what he's saying is I'm, I'm, I'm good against Liverpool for one third of the pitch. Yeah. Exactly. But not all three. Exactly. And I think I think the work rate's gonna be a massive thing. I think if Liverpool come out on it not and, and I know people say tempo and and you know, pass crisp pass and stuff like that. But I think as I said, United's work rate for me hasn't been impressive. I think they're easy to get around and I think if Liverpool are a good tempo they're on it with their passing and especially if the front three are clicking where they know where each other are and there's little touches and their one twos and stuff like that I think they can get around United regardless of what they have at the back uh, but I am going to go for 2-1 because I, I have a feeling we go 2 up I think they may get one back and it may flatter them and we'll win the game and people will say look how close United came to getting some off Liverpool when it probably wasn't that close we'll have to wait and see it won't regardless of the result it's not the end of the world you know I'm quite comfortable in my skin at 14 points clear with, with what it be 16 to go so to me anything Sunday is a bonus but we should be beating this and as somebody else said earlier and I think you, you want a statement point. though don't you That's yeah absolutely you want a statement and you don't I think it's it's not even the statement thing I think it's you don't give a chink of light to anyone you yeah, know, exactly. You, you don't, you don't look, you don't want City to look at that and go, oh yeah, we're fourteen clear or behind, we're trailing, we really are trailing. But let's just throw another win in next week and see what happens. You know, yeah. And let's try make it eleven or twelve, and then if we can get into single digits, what way does it go? A statement would be absolutely is um would be absolutely brilliant. But I'll just take the three points all day long. Um, Paddy Power, give us a free bet on every game. Uh, Carl, I told you about this beforehand. Yeah. So I want you to try give me some sort of bet. Um, that I can put on for the weekend. Now I will obviously do another bet alongside. I usually do two, possibly three, um, depending on what way I can spread out the money. But give us the bet. Drop my mad bet first. Yeah, no, you can have your. I, I want. You see, I'm going to go with something conservative. I'm going to be honest with you because I look at it and go, it's for charity. Stop making up mad stuff in your head. So I go yeah, conservative. That's, that's so, what I was thinking, yeah. so, so I let I let the guest or you or some and sometimes the the listeners and viewers pick the bet. But I'm going to give it to you this week. So you walk away. I'll go, I'll go straight for the 2 0. Okay. 2 0 plus Salah. Okay. I'd say that. Um, I think there's going to be a red card. So you're going 2 0 Liverpool, Salah to score, and a red card? Yeah. Okay. No, no let's, let's put the red card one in because that's, that's tricky. Okay. So let's, let's just go 2 0. No, plus you see, Salah. I'm going conservative, so you can go mad. Okay, in that case, let's have, let's have a red card in there. Okay, so 2 0 Liverpool, Salah to score, and a red card to be produced. Yeah. Okay. Key Plunkett says 5 0, um, banging the granny out of them, whatever that means. Uh, transfer news, Kai Herbert's rumours, any truth in it? Haven't got a clue. I really don't know. His name pops up on every transfer window for the last three or four windows. I really, really don't know. Um, Stephen says, here's a good bet. Maguire to get lost in the six yard box. Uh, Kuhler has three in Liverpool. Maverick says 2 1, 1 0, not. 1 0 not bothered as long as, or sorry, 2 1 or 1 0 not bothered as long as we get three points and United are 30 points behind us. If you have any random questions for the last five minutes or so, now is your chance to throw them in, absolutely throw them in and, and go mad. Um, Dylan O'Rourke has the same game multi. Mo, anytime, goal scorer, Fred to be booked and Genie to be booked. I'll get odds on that. And if you go to Paddy Power and you go to Liverpool versus United, go to the specials and you'll find LFC Day Trippers and you'll see a list of about, there's about 10 or 11 there at the moment. They go live at about 11pm tonight. But if you want to actually go and do that, go and look and I'll get as many on, on as I can. Ollie says Liverpool 3-1, Robbo to be sent off. He's not, You can't be doing that, can you? No. 
No. Oh no, it's, it's going to be Fred Pereira sent off. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll if I was to throw a name in, I think Matic. I think he might get booked early, and I think he might, in desperation, have to pull somebody back as he break away. Um, he doesn't play, does he? So he's going to be exhausted. Yeah. Well, Mat- Matic. They did look. They did look tired. You know, I'm being honest with yeah. you. Yeah. I thought. Uh, I think it was Neto for Wolves, although his final final ball and his end product wasn't great he was getting around them and down the yeah, side yeah. Of them so much and I think and he has do you know what he's nowhere near as good but he has a look at Suarez often that fella the way he runs the way he holds the ball the way he controls the ball he has and a look he's at quite Suarez fearless often. as well yeah, yeah um, he he, uh, he he looks he looks a decent player uh, who's the ref said Stephen who's the ref I think is it Craig Paulson could be could be. I'm I not a man to look up refs. I think it is. I'm not a man to look up refs. Dylan O'Rourke says, what's your opinion on dropping some Roy Bina into, into Guinness? Yeah, well, it's Guinness and Black, isn't it? It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, that, that was a granny drink in Liverpool growing up. Yeah. And, and do you drink Guinness? I don't mind it. I have my first one in ages at Christmas. Okay. Just because well. I didn't trust any other beers they had in the place I was in. <laughs> was it in Liverpool? Uh, Yeah. Okay, we won't name it because they'll only get upset. Uh, but would you drop some black currant in your Guinness, though? I wouldn't personally, no. But um, I, 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 it's it's not a bad idea. It doesn't disgust me. Okay. Um, no, either would I. I wouldn't drop it in it, no. I think just let it settle and drink it and you're, and you're absolutely fine. Uh, Ryan Gill says, will we make any more signings in January? Not too sure. Um, I'll get on to Grizz and have a little chat with Grizz. I'm actually seeing Grizz on Tuesday. I'm in London with him on Tuesday so I'll have a good talk to Grizz about that and he'll tell me all the all the transfer stuff. Just on what, just, he's just reminding me something there. Uh, we're looking at our bench, Carl. Um, the name that pops out at me when I think of it is Minamino. He hasn't done it. I was thinking of it, yeah. He hasn't, um, he hasn't come into consideration he, for either of us. He's got, to play, he's got to play somewhere. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you see him getting on the pitch? It depends on the game, doesn't it? It depends where we are in the game. If he wants to give someone a rest up front, um, if we're three 0 up, if it's nil nil, I can't see it. To be mm. honest, sorry, if we're winning one nil, I can't see it. Mm. So um, you're look, you're look, we're looking at a bench of of. I think he's got a more chance of Wolves. Yeah, maybe so. But we're looking we're looking Sunday at a bench of um, Adrian. <sighs> Who have we got defensively going in? Would Matip come back into consideration? I think Matip's playing. Matip's. Um, well, he's training again, so yes, maybe Matt have been he there. might he might bring back the Joel Matip bizarre substitution thing he did. Oh yes, he used to do this a lot years ago. And yeah, yeah, make a tree at the back, and we'd all absolutely yeah. have a breakdown. Yeah, I remember. It yeah, he did that. Maybe he did that at Leicester, and everyone <laughs> around us as head in hands. Yeah, because it was two one. What what are you doing this for again? <laughs> just 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 put it by the corner flag. Don't bring them on to us. <laughs> uh, somebody mentioned security there. He doesn't get a mention either. But you're looking at a bench of probably Adrian say Matip. Uh, you're looking at Lalana. You're looking at Arigi, Shakiri, Minamino. Is that about right? Yeah, I'd add one more into that. Kite is not fit, is he? No, Kite is not fit. No, it looks like three or four weeks. Yeah. Uh, the new Afcon dates mean we'll f- need a new forward in the summer. Bit strange, that isn't it? They've gone back to what they've. they've, they've yeah, it's really weird. I don't know why they've done that. It's 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 uh, almost like the associations don't talk to each other. Is surely, it? Surely, surely, surely that can't be true. Yeah, it's 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 a very. I, th- I think it's a very strange one. Maybe they, maybe they've seen an effect of going to that one in the summer and they don't like it. Um, yeah. Somebody's asked about somebody's asked about one player you would have in a Liverpool side. Something along them lines. It's disappeared off my screen. If you want to copy and paste and throw it back up, and I'll try ask it before we finish. Uh, Keith Plunker says um, Sherlock Holmes, silver screen. Robert Downey Jr. or Sir Basil Rathbone? Who's the best? Rathbone. Okay. I trust me, you're talking to the Oracle on this. Yeah, I, I, I think that's why Keith asked. And I, I, I stood I, aside. I, I, can't, I can't see the Downey thing at all. Just can't see it. 
Okay. Oh, I'm pretty anti Downey in most things. Okay, Fabinho on the bench. Obviously, Fabinho on the bench. Uh, Dylan has Adrian, Matip, Williams, Lalana, Origi, Minamino, Jones, and Elliot not involved tonight for the twenty threes. That could be something. Um, Afcon moved because of the weather. Says Kula King. Mm, okay, cool. Uh, Afcon is very weather dependent. Says Kev. They can't do summer tournaments in North or Central African countries. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that yeah. Is true. So it's just too warm. Yeah. Has anybody told Qatar this for 2024? Ah, uh, yeah, but, but you're forgetting uh, money. Okay. When is the Qatar World Cup? 20... Is... 20... 22. 22. 20, 22, yeah, I think it is, yeah. Jesus, yeah, it's not far off now. Yeah. Seemed like miles away. There was loads of time to cancel it. Um, will you be supporting Colum, Conor McGregor this weekend, asked Dylan? Do you watch MMA? Do you watch your UFC? No. No. No idea. Um, Dylan, I won't... I'll watch it. Um, as as it comes to support him, I'm intrigued. Um, by him coming back, going in at one seventy to fight uh, Cerrone, uh, I'll watch it. Supporting him, no, I don't really. I wouldn't. I'd watch UFC. I wouldn't be a massive supporter of cer- certain fighters. But um, from what I'm being told, McGregor is very, very, very heavily backed uh, to beat that guy on tomorrow night. Um, going into Sunday morning. Uh, let me see. Oh, oh, this is a good one. Cam says. His son scored a hat-trick for his academy club, Witness FC. So he's going for training at Liverpool. That's a good one. I like that. That's good, yeah. yeah Happy with yeah. that. I'm, I like that sort of thing. Uh, Keith says, top man, Carl. Uh, correct answer. Although I do think Downey Jr. does a good homes. It's, it, for me, it's the Hollywood depiction more than anything else. And it sort of moves slightly further away from Conan Doyle's model. Okay. Because... Um, Obviously, I do my own Sherlock Holmes podcast, and uh, there's a mate of mine, Eddie, always says, like, when people say, who's your favourite Holmes? And there's only one answer. It's the Holmes in the book. Yeah. And and Rathbone is closer to him than most, I'd say, because he's not a nice man. And um, so I don't like him when they play him extra friendly and or a bit too weird or anything like that. He's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's Rathbone. Okay. Well, and also, I... he looks like him. If anyone wants to argue Sherlock Holmes and stuff like that, Carl is your man. Um, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not. Like I, I've I've struggled to see like some of the biggest blockbuster films of all time. I haven't seen them, so um, it's it's one of those. Um, somebody's asking if we win it with ten games to go, do we get a guard of honor for every game after? You know, like ten guards of honor. I don't think so. I think you just get one guard of honor at the next. I, I suggested after after we won the world um, club championship mm. that the Everton players um, stand on the street on the Annie Rose and applaud the in full kit, applaud the coaching. Yeah. Didn't, didn't get down catch well, on didn't that. It? No, it didn't, didn't catch it on that. Didn't think it would, especially with the taxi drivers of the city. Um, Avo the tour, and, and the fact that they basically kettled everyone at the Annie Road then before the game for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the that wasn't nice. Security around the whole thing was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Avo says, "Here we go. Here's the question: If you could be any, if you could be any player of history and play in a game, and um, what game would it be? Mine would be Tommy Smith and the 1977 European Cup final. So you can take the place of a Liverpool player in any game in their history. What would it be?" David Fairclough, San Etienne. Great show. I was surprised you didn't go Gerard in Istanbul. Possibly. I'm just thinking of a Ray Kennedy one. Um, see, Ray Kennedy at the bar in the 77 cup final. But I'll, he's, I'm going to concede that he's probably a better footballer than me. I, um, I have him. And it mightn't be that popular um, because of what he does now. But Michael Owen in the FA Cup final against Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's a great one. One goal down, two goals up. Yeah, I think. Michael Owen won the cup. Uh, 
Let me see. Dylan says, Gav, no, you're a fan, so don't carry on. Uh, you enjoying Love Island? I don't know what Love Island is. I don't watch it, Dylan. I'm being honest with you. Two of my colleagues were talking about that today. I was in our office today, mm. and uh, two of my colleagues were talking about it, and I honestly thought they were talking about someone in the office. <laughs> okay. I had, no, I had no idea. I know what, I know, sorry, I do know what Love Island is. I just don't watch it. I couldn't tell you what channel it's on, what time it's on, who's on it, what the format is. Well, I'm presuming they're on an island and they're pitting men and women together. That's that's about it. Uh, Dylan also asks, Ant or Deck? You have to pick one of them. Oh, God. I don't even know which one's which. Um, Ant is the one, the taller one, who's been... Uh, and that case, I'll, I'll have the other one then. The yeah, one, I'll have the, the other one, one as The well. one without the forehead, yeah. Yeah, Deck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which one got stung for 30 million today off his ex-wife? Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was Ant. Yeah, the taller one. Um, I think he went through a divorce and he owes his wife 30 million out of a 60 million pound fortune. Oh, Stephen he, says. He, he's had better days, hasn't he? Yeah, well, he has, but listen, he still has 30 <laughs> million quid swatching around. Uh, Stephen says, with hindsight, you could stop Gerard slipping. Become Gerard yeah, that day. Or I could beach ball the Denver bar goal. Well, you wouldn't. The Denver bar goal wouldn't happen because you wouldn't slip over if you were Jared no. that day. Or, or I could play uh, Sacco and bring him down and happily take the red. Or, or you could be Minule and not be in aeroplane mode as he approaches the goal. I don't. Well, I was. I, think I, I was at that game. I was literally on the front row of the cop, and mm. the second he started, every, every, you know that that second and second they think that's a goal. Yeah. You know where they overload you and they're all on the line or something like that. That, yeah. that the second he slipped over, me went, me went goal. Yeah. Um, what he does. Okay, Avo says, here's a question for you. Drop no more points in the league. Okay. And somebody asked, do you get a golden trophy if you go unbeaten? I'm not too sure. Yeah, you but, do. Yeah. Okay. So, and Arsenal shouldn't have had that. Don't, I don't care anyone says. Um, too dro- many draws. Yes, 12 draws is, is atrocious. Drop no more points, okay? So 112 points unbeaten the whole lot and you win every game now at the end of the season. Or guaranteed Champions League win. Are we still winning the league? Um, yeah. Well, you have to take your chances. Oh, I'll have both. You have both? <laughs> yeah. Um, see, I can't answer that without saying the words, we're going to win the league anyway. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you'll always, I'll, I'll take both, yeah. Okay, so you're... Okay, if we lose a game and win the European Cup, I'm not going to be devastated. Okay, so you're, you're saying... You're, you're taking your chances in the league and with a guaranteed Champions League win. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I think I'll do the same. It's Kevin, too. Kevin Sullivan says here, uh, 43 million for Fernandez and 17 million in add-ons. What the fuck adds on add-ons add up to 17 million quid? Is that a deal agreed? <laughs> if that's a deal agreed, that's insane. Um, that's 17 million in add-ons. I'm presuming 15 of that is that he makes 10 league appearances or something like that. Uh Blockbuster video card membership? I'm not too sure, but 43 and 17 million, which is literally, you know, 40% of the deal is in add-ons. It's absolutely mad for a player that's in... For a player that has 100 million euro bio. He has 100 million euros bio. So 80 million quid. Um, Let me see. Let me see. Oh, Dylan says, have you made any movement on the Paddy Power sponsorship for Fatback for solid Easter eggs? Um, No. I've I haven't gone near the solid Easter eggs. Carl is wondering what's going on now. Um, is this why you're in London next week? No, you're going to hammer hammer it out across <laughs> the table. 
Let's yeah, talk have, turkey. Yeah, I have um, Mars and Galaxy, uh, Mars and Cadbury's <laughs> in the same room, and I want to see who bids highest. I knew we discussed chocolate before this game. Oh, we always do. No, the big this was a big thing with me and Andy. I I was saying that that solid, was my tweet today. Though solid, solid. Um, Easter eggs, like so, no, no hollowness, just pure solid. And he was purely against them because he felt footballers' lives make him into, um, basically footballers would be massive, a massive threat to their lives if solid Easter eggs were a thing because somebody could walk into a ground and lob one at them as they go oh, to yeah, the corner. Uh, I disagree. It. I disagree. It. Uh, Jono says it's not as bad as Barcelona trying to offer eighty million uh, plus thirty-five in add-ons for us for Coutinho. It's it's a mad one. Um, Kevin Sullivan says it's what's. It's what Sky are reporting. There's nothing being done. That's just mad. It's absolutely mad. Andy is the pantry king. Andy um, Notions, as I call him, um, d- claims to have a pantry and got a bit of abuse and then decided he turned it into... I remember this, yeah. Yeah, he's decided he's turned it into... Is it next to the Arga? Yeah, I think yeah. so. But uh, <laughs> after a little bit of abuse, I think Andy's pretending now that it just holds like, alcohol in it, which is not true. Andy holds seeds and and all his herbs and spices and and all his notions in that room, and and I'll never back down from that opinion. Um, anything else before we go, Carl? Anything else you be- want? To, is there anything else you want to tell us about? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to? You can do whatever you want. Well, speaking of Sherlock, as we were, mm-hmm. um, I've recorded three episodes of my podcast, mm-hmm. Sherlock from Adler to Amberley. And mm-hmm. the reason it's called that is the first main protagonist in the very first Sherlock Holmes short story is Irene Adler. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last one is Josiah Amberley. And I'm covering all 56 of the Sherlock Holmes short stories in order. We've done three so far. Neil Atkinson was the opening guest of mm-hmm. one. So, as you can imagine, I didn't speak much. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, and we've had a couple of Trevor Bond and John Reese have done the other two. We've had a bit of a break um, over Christmas, and I'm recording the next one, possibly the week after next. Okay. We'll but go. I can't say who yet. So, anyone that has any interest in Sherlock Holmes, go and look that up. Um, Sherlock you- from Adler to Amberley. It's on Twitter. It's at Adler to Amberley. Cool. And are you going to have Trev Downey on it? Yeah, we're talking about it. Yeah. Um, Obviously, because he's doing his short story podcast, and I'm trying to get to get him to do one of my short stories. Mm-hmm. So we're we're going to talk turkey, thrash it out across the table. Okay, I'd um, I'd love to go on with with Trev and and read short stories with him. I'd love to do that. Um, it's a goal for 2020. Just don't tell him. I'll, I'll get around. Okay. It. Just don't tell him. Um, look, while we're here, there, there's one other, there's another thing we're involved in. Well, partly involved in. It's called Shed Media Podcast Channel. It's basically a podcast channel where you have podcasts of all different genres, uh, crime, sport, uh, loads of different stuff on it. Go and look it up. Shed Media Shed Media Podcast Channel. There's something on there for everybody. It's 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 only a couple of weeks old, but it's grown all the time. There's some really good podcasts on there from from you know. There's, there's NFL stuff, there's football stuff, there's loads on it. But from all over the world, there's people from Australia. There's there's obviously English based ones, there's American based ones. So if you want to um if you want to go and find some podcasts, shed media podcast channel, you'll find it on the likes of your pod, your podcast addict app, you'll find it on Spotify, you'll find it on Apple iTunes, Apple Pods, sorry, all that sort of stuff. Um what's your top podcast recommendation? Last question. Should I um Without plugging any of the ones that I'm on, mm. um, there's one I really, really like. I've got into recently. If, if if you really like the 1960s and you like, you know, your history and music and mm-hmm. politics from from you know probably the, the a huge decade, there's a podcast called Rainbow Valley Podcast. Okay, and uh, they do a two. There's a two hour one mm-hmm. on the Great Train Robbery, and I think it's the best resource I've ever heard. 
Okay. And I got talking to the lad on Twitter as well. And um, it's just the way he does it. It's just really, really engaging. Yeah. Um, and he does things like Christine Keeler. He's done things on uh, Tammy Terrell, who sang with Marvin Gaye in her tragic life. And it's just... But the, I mean, I'm interested in the Great Train Robbery anyway. And yeah, it's more. It'll be one I listen to. Where you go? Yeah. Oh, you like it here? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, 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 I've, I've watched. I've watched bits on, on the Great Train Robbery. Yeah, it's 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 very interesting. What's the name of it again? Rainbow Valley. I think it's Rainbow Valley. Rainbow Valley. Okay. If you go to at the Sensi on uh, on Twitter, I'm sure Carl will throw it out afterwards. Uh, Dylan O'Rourke says liquid football is very funny. He also says the Peter Crouch podcast. Peter Crouch podcast is gold. It really is. He's absolutely brilliant. He's not afraid to slag himself from one. He's just done one about what's it, what it's like to be a captain, and that was fascinating. Really interesting. Yeah. Have you listened he, to the latest one though about holidays? No, no. I feel like I only watch the YouTube clips. It's unbelievable. Subscribe to it, yeah. It's unbelievable. Go and subscribe to it and listen to the last one. And he's talking about holidays, and he gets into all sorts of stuff. It's it's brilliant. And and he, the thing about him is he's not afraid to laugh at himself. And I think the guys that are on with him are, are know that. And it's 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 absolute quality. Uh, does 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 so many podcasts that I listen to on and off all the time. Most of them are football. I have to be honest with you. There's a lot of football. There's a lot of true crime in there as well. But I'm gonna go and um, I'm gonna see if I can get that rainbow. What did you say? It was Rain- Rainbow Valley. But look, at it now. I'll, I'll put it in the description on Twitter. Rainbow yeah. Valley podcast. It's it's just really really well produced and okay. And I think I think he's on his own as well, and that that makes it even better somehow. Okay. Avo asks, uh, when are you next on Gav? Um, Sunday night. We'll be on Sunday, and then next week it'll probably be. Wednesday and Friday again, but I will drop some shows in during the day, pre-recorded stuff probably. Um, just to, I've, that's the way I'm going at the moment. But we we'll fix the schedule as we go on. Carl, it's been an absolute pleasure. Enjoy the game on Sunday. I know you will. No one ever enjoys this game. Um, but I think I, I well I hope you do. Okay, I think there's a force for everything, and I hope you do. But thanks a million for joining me. No problem. Enjoyed it. Great stuff, and we'll have you on again soon. Listen, the Reds go and play United at Anfield on Sunday, and. It's my opinion that if Liverpool win this game and beat Wolves and get to West Ham and get that game in hand out of the way and remain 17 points clear at least, I think it blows all hope for everybody else in the league. Let's hope we go and do it. Let's hope the Reds put United to the sword and in particular Ali Gunnar Solskjaer to the sword on Sunday. That's been the Fatback 4 Daily for this Friday night. Thanks a million for joining us. Um, thanks a million for coming on in, in big numbers tonight um, on my return after a couple of weeks off. It's been an absolute pleasure. Over and out. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.